Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Mariam Asbudi from Expat Coaching, joining us here from Illinois. Welcome to the show today. How are you? Thank you so much. I'm fine. Thank you. How about you? I'm doing great. Excited to have you here. She offers business coaching to international companies, whether it be online or in person or one-on-one or group coaching as well. And I know you like working with expats who really are getting ready to move abroad or working here in the U.S. So personal life coaching you focus on, of course, is where people you say get stuck, especially in terms of their work, their goals. And we're just so excited to have you here. So first and foremost, tell us how we could reach you. Do you have a website or a phone number? Uh, I have a phone number and I have a, um, a special business um, page on Facebook. Oh my goodness. Well, this is great. What, know, is, what is it under? <laughs> it's under Dr. Miriam Masbudi Expat Coaching. Perfect. Awesome. Let's talk a little about what is expat coaching? Yeah. Do you want my phone number too? Sure. Okay. It's uh, 773-209-1001. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what expat coaching is. Yeah. So expat coaching focuses on people who are transitioning from living in one place to another, usually with different companies or in different uh, countries. And so um, I've lived abroad in different places and I want to extend that knowledge um, to my clients. So, yeah, expat coaching usually works with uh, business people who are transferred or with um, teachers who are now working abroad or working here from abroad and um, also life coaching with people who are moving with a spouse um, and they need to figure out what to do with their new time or um, just people who are preparing themselves for a change. So transitional doesn't only have to be different countries. It could be changing uh, perspectives, changing um, cities, changing communities. So it's all part of a transition. Well, also, I think it's important to find out more about you before we continue to talk about the work you're doing and the business coaching and personal coaching. Tell me, I read a little bit about your parents. Uh, They're both professional, right, in fields uh, where other cultures and travel were involved. So tell us a little bit about that, where you grew up, and your journey to get you here today. Yes, thank you for asking. I grew up in Lebanon. I came here when I was 13 because I had to move uh, during the war. Uh, my father was an engineer. My mom was an administrator at a at an embassy, the American embassy in Lebanon. Uh, so I grew up in a bicultural home. Anyway, I spoke two different languages, and I went to schools, and I learned other languages. We always traveled because my dad was an engineer with the airlines. So we traveled a lot. It opened my eyes up to different cultures, different world worlds, different languages. We always had guests coming over from different countries, you know, because my dad worked with them, and uh, they, they would bring things from their countries, like for souvenirs or food and everything. So I really learned that the world is bigger than, you know, what we have in one country. It's a whole new... Uh, the world is really so different, and everything is good. So you may or may not like this kind of food or that... Um, you may have your own values. Of course, no one will ask you to change your values when you move, but 
uh, it's always um, a new thing to learn how to appreciate other cultures or how to respect cultures and not try to change people around you. Mm, interesting. Well, thank you so much. Now, tell me about your educational background. You yeah, got your so bachelor's. Bas- and, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I got, <laughs> you got it. I got my bachelor's in psychology because I knew I was going to work with people. I wanted to work with people. I didn't want to work with, um, you know, doing things like computers. But when I was, I knew I wanted to work with people. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I'm not sure if coaching was available back then. Um, but like, I, I didn't want to work in the medical professions. I didn't want to work with people who were suffering physical ailments were in pain or maybe dying or something like that because I felt like that was just too much to take home with me and um, I wanted to work with like more positive things, hopeful things. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I went to, after years of working for a, uh, uh, a, a university working in an office for development, I decided to get my master's in um, linguistics because I liked languages. And in my program, I also learned about different cultures and things like that. And I also had a focus on teaching English. So I got it. I got my master's with a focus on teaching English as a second language. Taught here in the U.S. abroad uh, to foreign students. And I taught abroad. I went to Austria. Taught there for three years. And I taught in Oman, uh, uh, the Sultanate of Oman. Uh, in its capital, Muscat. Um, I was teaching the students there at university level, and I really developed myself as a coach then because I, I felt like here I was the foreigner. In, in Of course, in Austria, I was also the foreigner, but the country was so much closer to my culture, whereas in Oman, it was so different, like different religion, different ways of doing things, different temperature, which makes you do different things. That you eat at different times, you people there at least slept during the day and, and were up at night. Just during the day, it was too hot to do anything outside. Yeah. So, yeah, I had to learn how to accept their culture, how to dress the way they preferred. Not that I dressed, you know, too, uh, too, um, showing too much skin, but I, I felt like I was, I, I felt like, you know, I had to make sure I wore skirts below the knee and I had to cover, you know, my shoulders and things like that. So, and that was okay with me. I, as long as I was still had, I still had my freedom in different things. I learned how to, how to um, accommodate my, the culture and, and like learn how to live in a new culture. And so that's why I think that for expats, like I can totally relate to expats mm-hmm. because they have similar experiences to what I've had. And I feel like, um, I can also teach them. And by the way, so like I also got my PhD in education. And with that, it was a little bit more philosophical because the PhD, you have philosophy. You learn a lot about theories, a lot about people, like what the soul needs, believe it or not, like how, how to be fair, what social justice looks like. And I feel like uh, teaching or coaching expats is, something really similar to my values and my philosophy on life. Got it. Wow. Well, this is amazing work you're doing and we're excited to have you you here and want to focus now more on uh, the work that you're doing. Um, Let's talk specifically about the coaching, if you don't mind. I would love to hear how it is that you work with someone. Thank you. Yes. 
So first, people reach out to me, and then, um, you know, through word of mouth. It's been word of mouth so far, uh, although I, I believe in advertising, too. I haven't done any advertising. Uh, people refer friends to me, um, and they're not always uh, expats. So they can also be just regular people who are looking to change jobs. They don't know what kind of work to move into. So since that's a transition, I also work with that. People who've worked in international companies who want to work starting their own business. Um, and I also do, uh, I work with companies. I, I get reached, um, major international companies who have people working from abroad. They, they move to the U.S. Uh, for the company. They get sent and um, these new people are learning their new job as well as meeting new people, as well as learning uh, where they can buy a house or rent or where they can, uh, like some of the things that we do in the stores here. For example, here our, our Walgreens, for example, will will sell um, contact lens solution. But in other countries, contact lens solutions are sold at the optometrist. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's a cultural change. And so what I do is I help them with their uh, cultural adjustments as well as adjusting to the new hours. For example, if they're used to coming to work late uh, and now they have to come on time or coming to meetings on time, we, we talk about um, the pros and cons of that and how how we do it here in, in the States and how their, what their perception is because a lot of things are related to how we see things, uh, how we accept things. So I help them look at situations with new from new angle let's just say oh my goodness wow and you know um we do have to take a quick commercial break here so what i'm going to ask if you remind everyone how we could reach you and then we'll do that and we'll come back and talk more about uh, the work that you're doing yes so my facebook page is called dr mariam masbudi expat coaching and um, you can reach me also on my phone number or my email, mariammasbudi at gmail.com. Phone number is 773-209-1001. Perfect. Thank you so much. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be Thank right you. back with more. Thank you so much. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief. America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. 800-386-9945. Optima Tax Relief. 
some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Do you want to be healthier? Do you want to have better relationships? Do you want to have more abundance and success in your career? Maximize your potential in this lifetime with Feng Shui. My name is Ayelita Lito. I'm a Feng Shui master. I help my clients achieve all of this and more. Contact me at A-E-L-I-T-A-L-E-T-O.com. AyelitaLito.com. Are you struggling with fatigue, insomnia, digestive issues, brain fog, or some other health problem, and nothing seems to work? This is because the root cause is not being addressed. Hi, I'm Amy Willis, Master Herbalist, Certified Naturopath, and owner of Herbs For You. At Herbs For You, we get to the root of health issues. Call 605-254-1437 or visit our website at www.herbs4you.org. Where medicine has failed, herbs prevail. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Welcome back. We are joined by Mariam Masbudi, Dr. Mariam Masbudi to be exact, from Expat Coaching. She's here talking to you, helping us with all the work she does uh, with her business coaching, development, personal coaching, and so much more. Uh, welcome back today. How are you? Thank you. Thanks again. I'm fine. Thank you. I, I just remember, too, during the break that I, I needed to explain what coaching was because a lot of people don't know what it is. Uh, and a lot of people, when they hear coaching, they think like a sports coach who actually tells you how to improve, like they give you advice and they direct you. It's very like one-sided. For life coaching and business coaching, what we do is we work with you and we believe that people come with their answers inside them and we help them reach their uh, answers within by making them more aware of things. So, Sometimes they come with uh, expecting advice. We don't give advice because um, they know what's better for them. So we help them create a plan. We co-create a plan where it's right for them. And I don't give any advice like coaches, life coaches and, and business coaches do not give advice unless they're asked what would you do because we, uh, we're not like your mom and we, we don't want to misguide you. So we always, and different people have different things working for them. So we can't say this works for someone else. So here you should do that too. So just to raise awareness that coaching is a very self reflective process. And, uh, when you're a co- when you're a coachee, you, you need to be, um, open to understanding yourself. Well, I um, also want to ask you uh, about some of your clients' stories. Do you mind sharing a little bit about the work you've done with them and have you helped? Yeah. So, um, yeah, the, the one, I remember I had a, a Chinese 
um, client who wanted to, who had a, a really high position in a, in a communications uh, company, and he wanted to know how to command respect because his language skills were not very good, and he wanted to, when he had a meeting, he wanted to command attention, and he felt like he wasn't able to to do that very well. So he came and he was kind of uh, was feeling very vulnerable because there he was a manager and he didn't get the respect. Because in China, normally when you're a manager, everyone respects you immediately. And here it's not so hierarchical. So we worked with him and he... Uh, I worked with him for six months straight. I could have worked with him longer, but he got relocated. Um, but he made some major steps, and he moved forward with his um, meetings, especially that was like the one thing he really wanted to have um, control over. And he was able to command respect and control his meetings. I have another lady who Love was... Love hearing the stories. Her- yeah, go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> The more, the better. I'll give you one more. <laughs> so this one lady, she was in her 50s. She got um, let go, and she wasn't sure what to do because her skills were not very transferable. Uh, she didn't have a lot of skills, according to herself. And so we were trying to figure out what she could do and where, what she can focus on um, for her career for the next 10 years where she can feel happy and satisfied before she... Uh, quit her job before she uh, retired. So we were we worked together. We were able to figure out a, like a nice little uh, thing for her to do in an entrepreneurship field where she did her own sales. Uh, she had some nice products that she could sell and she was really good at working with her hands. So yeah, we found her a good solution. She's, she's really happy now. She has her online market store and she sells things online and she's made decent money more than she was before amazing and that's the positivity of thinking let me ask you this what what has happened with your business since covid i feel like so many people are anxious depressed uh all these things that we've never used to be and stressed out how can this be a benefit to them yeah because it's online a lot of people are working online um you know, they're able to get coaching online, and that's what I do mostly. Um, but I think a lot of people with COVID were able to, are in the process, still in the process of changing careers and figuring out who they are. Uh, because they stayed home a lot, they were able to reflect. Uh, and with coaching, they were able to, a lot of people decided to quit their careers and do their own thing. Um you know, there's a lot more online work. Affiliate marketing is one of them. And a lot of people want to learn that more. They want to know how to um, market themselves digitally. And so that's where a lot of people are going. And it's so good because instead of working for a company that you don't value or where you're not valued and or uh, working for a boss who doesn't appreciate you, now you can work for yourself and you can make just as much money, if not more, working for yourself. The depression comes from not being in connection with people, but now that COVID is over and people are reconnecting face-to-face, they're a little bit happier, although the people who choose to work for themselves have to find some other things to do because other ways to connect with people because just 
sitting behind the computer and connecting with someone virtually is not enough to really get the the uh, satisfaction that you need from friendships. You really have to connect with the community. Well, also, uh, we still have five minutes left in the show. We just want to make sure we're covering everything that is important to you. Um, for today's show, I mean, being that's your first, did you have any other um, ideas of what you wanted to share with everyone? Well, let me think. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people, I notice through coaching people that a, a lot of people just go through life without realizing their goals, like career yeah. goals or personal goals, what they want to do for work, where they want to live, um, their health goals. And I think they just do what other people do. And this is like the one main thing that makes you unhappy is when you're doing what everyone else is doing. If you're really going to be happy in life, you should just figure out what works for you because when you do what works for you, like this is the thing that was put in your heart and God put it there, it's your calling. And if you're not following, if you're not following your calling, you're never going to be happy. Um, making a lot of money doesn't make people happy. Um, most of the people feel like they're following their calling by figuring out how they can serve other people. So when you figure out what people need and how you can serve other people. Uh, and it doesn't have to be face-to-face. It doesn't have to be in the medical field. It could just be that you, your, your calling might just be to make sure in a group setting, let's say in a classroom if you're a student or if uh, in your organization, people around you feel respected, that would be it. I mean, I know that's not a, uh, a job. But you can just do whatever feels right to you. And in order to do that, you have to really reflect and maybe not do what you were told to do. Think about how you can be active in your, in your self-improvement. And you don't have to spend a lot of money again. You can just read yeah. books about that. You can talk to friends and and maybe join organizations that will help you improve that you can where you can serve other people and then really feel recognized as a person i think that's where true happiness comes from yeah absolutely it does uh, i agree well if someone does want to reach out do you offer like an initial free consultation yes i have a free 30-minute consultation where we talk about what uh, what that um client needs and we can talk about um, a package. I can offer several packages and they can choose whatever works for them. We can talk about the time of day. I usually work 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, my time. I'm not usually, um, I mean, I don't, I can make some exceptions, but I think 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. covers most people and, um, yeah, and, um, I can work around your schedule. I'm pretty flexible. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Looking forward to the next time we get to connect, I should say. (laughs) Thank you. And thank you so much. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everyone. Same here. Thank you so much. And to everyone, please stay tuned. More of the show's coming up right after the break. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) 
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council.